Chapter 8 Capes and Secrets Just across the river or two from the city, Zyrena stopped along the side of the bridge and looked at the sign directing us to the mid-sized town just ahead. The sign said, Ordanus Mortis. Here it is, Zyrena trailed off. Restaurant coming up. Real food, Lucy nearly drooled. Without hesitation, I spoke up. Absolutely, we've traveled hard and hungry. Let's go find out what we can. Same tactic as last time. Look for people who know more than they should know and get them drunk if we have to. Is it far? Lucy asked, her stomach rumbling along with her question. Nope. And the town crier is usually near the docks, just as we enter town, and he will give us better directions than I can remember off the top of my head. I just remember the menu. I noticed Zyrena wiped her mouth, which was salivating in anticipation. Come on, I called out as I headed for the community of Ordanus Mortis. I had more than food on my mind. List Rostov hires the best chefs in the land, as far as I'm concerned, Zyrina proclaimed boldly as she crossed the bridge. She has never failed to fill my stomach with a good meal and sometimes good song, too. List dabbles in music, too, you know. I nodded my head. Yes, I've played music with Miss Rostov at various pubs around Novia. And I've eaten with you at this restaurant years ago. Zarina looked thoughtful for a moment, before remembering, then nodded, and Lucy just looked confused and hungry. Here, Zarina stopped gossiping and hailed the town crier. Good sir, where might I find Las Gardenia's restaurant owned by List Rostov? The crier pointed to the path across the field away from the river, and through the beautiful cherry tree garden nearby. We did find it, mostly by following our notices. We seated ourselves in the outdoor area behind the main building, on a long bench on the long table covered with a checkered pattern. Then staff arrived at our table with heaping platters of succulent meats and dishes from around the land, as well as a sweet wine that all of us drank far too much of. The Phoenix Picante was amazing. Lucy had two helpings. Zarina had wandered off partway through the meal, and as Lucy and I were just beginning to wonder where she had gone, she returned. She had a few scraps of torn paper in her hand and placed them in the clear spot at the table. I saw someone I knew, she said simply. The mage had been here in Ordanus Mortis, too. That drew the immediate attention of Lucy, too. We all leaned in further. What? Where? When? Juanita Joanne Maria Pajo, a waitress here at Las Gardenias, is an old friend of mine. I asked her if she had seen Asleen come through town. She hasn't. Zyrena saw me open her mouth to ask. We were talking about magic in Nuvia, and she got a strange look on her face. I asked her what she was thinking about. 
She hesitated a little before mentioning a weird fellow, a tattooed mage in black with a little book under his arm and a big blue bag that had been here for a meal with an equally striking older man also dressed in black, she told us. Zyrena went on. The description of the mage caught my attention right away. Juanita knew nothing else. But she showed me the cloak that the mage left behind after an argument between him and the other fellow. Here she held up her hand and deflected my question. The fight was about a dragon egg. It was short and vicious. She didn't hear anything more specific. He didn't even storm out. Didn't even finish his meal. He uttered a short incantation and rudely disappeared right in front of everyone. She added, obviously used a magic travel scroll. I nodded in agreement. Go on. Zarina continued by answering Lucy's question. They were here recent enough that Los Gadinas had not yet discarded his forgotten cloak. Lucy looked ready to speak, but Rina continued. Yes, I went through the pockets, she added, seeing our hope. I only found three things. These were in one of the pockets. Another one that looks like it was torn out of something. The first note was wrinkled from being in the bottom of a pocket and shredded to bits, but it was still readable. The series of numbers were different from the first ones we had discovered, but no less confusing, and the paper didn't seem to match up to the edges of the other pieces of the parchment anywhere. The paper seemed to be related, though. Four numbers in a row. One, one, two, three. Zero, two. What in the world can this be? A really long lock combination? Lucy stared at the numbers, as if they were going to speak to her. They didn't. She smoothed the paper and tucked it into the satchel with the other numbers that we had countered. None of these made any sense to any of us yet. The second note made more sense. We were on our way to Darkshire Hills, and this might have been the mage that was there with Aslan and Kitty after all. I nodded my head and pursed my lips to read it out loud. At the headwaters of Ilo River, you will find the peace of mind you have been searching for all these years. The Bent Bow Inn When you arrived in Darkshire Hills, choose town boundary number three and take the left fork on the road. You will find us near the bridge. Our inn is clean and tidy. Our food is delicious and nourishing. Our ale is unique and thirst-quenching especially after a long day of fishing along the headwaters. Especially when you aren't as lucky as you'd hoped to be today, but there is always tomorrow. Come, eat, relax, and try again in the morning for that special fish that you know is just there in the Ilo. Yes, that big fish that you will tell all your friends about back home. The Bantabo Inn is managed by the Hawkins family on behalf of the Bird family holdings. See? We know where to look in Darkshire Hills now, at least. The Bantabo Inn. Lucy seemed satisfied, at least. I handed it to her. 
My family has properties I didn't even know existed. I shook my head sadly, realizing that I really needed to pay attention to that paperwork back at the Moon Tower Keep one day. Definitely, one day soon. Thirdly, there was a flyer for the local pub here in Ordanus Mortis, the Filthy Stag. The Filthy Stag. Come on down to the oldest pub in all of Novia, located along the mighty Ilo River in Ordanus Mortis. You will want to come here and soak up the ambiance, or at least soak up some of the suds. Don't dress up. Trust us. There is plenty to drink and all sorts of folks willing to play a friendly game of chance and share a secret or two. We will never tell. Find us straight north of the town crier, or ask the town crier. He will know where we are. Bards are always welcome and will be given a meal. Wear your boots as the floors might be sticky. Leave your valuables somewhere safe. Of course, we went to explore. Well, drat, there isn't anything here. After sitting in the pub and playing song after song, as well as a story or two, I had watched the entire room and there was no obvious obsidians in the entire pub. We found little. Few would talk with us on such a personal topic of who they saw while they drank in the filthy stag, except one of the old locals remembered seeing a ranked mage with blue and green tattoos who was here one night muttering to himself for a few hours. The mage's odd behavior spooked the locals. The oldster didn't know where that mage went when he rose up while talking into the midair, then disappeared. Since there were no more drinks forthcoming from any of us, he left from our table and grumbled underneath his breath. Weren't right in the head as far as I could make out. The old fellow murmured into the dregs of his drink, then went back to ignoring us as best as he could. We did find out how to catch a boat over by the docks to take us upriver to the Darkshire Hills, Zyrena said thoughtfully. Yeah, okay, sure. One thing here was useful, I conceded. Information is always valuable. Though this interlude spurred us back to our mission, it shone no light on any of the things we understood. We now refocused on getting to Darkshire Hill as soon as possible. After paying for our meal and gathering up our belongings, we thanked the staff for the food and promised to be back next time any of us were anywhere near Ordanus Mortis. From then on, we kept to ourselves on the road, stopping only to eat from our lavish meal leftovers that had been wrapped in freshly waxed cotton and placed in a woven basket along with another bottle of sweet wine sangria. We rested occasionally and ate when we were hungry. The foliage changed as we trod through well-worn path through North Majestic Forest, skirting the edge of the Grunville Barrens and Sarvonic Timberland, as we kept traveling south along the winding trail that followed the Elo River until Zarina pointed out the spectral mountain chain. There was a sturdy stone bridge to cross over the wide, deep crevasse with a fast-running river that gave us a great deal of trouble. 
This is where we turned and headed west into the spectral mountain range. We were expecting to have a tangle with bandits on the journey, but of course the undead didn't care about our expectations and attacked us on the bridge. Zyrena and I kept a storm of arrows flying as we all sprinted across and as far along the path as we could run, while loosely followed closely and kept a stream of heels pouring onto each of us. Eventually, the skeletons stopped running after us and went back to guarding their bridge just before we collapsed with exhaustion. Now this was adventurous and terrifying too. It sure got my blood pumping. The exhilaration of the battle took some time to dissipate. We worked well as an impromptu team, and it took a few moments to relive the running battle while we rested and patched up our broken and jostled gear. We knew we would not have survived a pitched fight with the skeletons, and were all especially relieved to have outrun them. The guard was at the gates of Central Brittany had warned us of the bandits on the road. We hadn't thought they meant the undead, but from then on, we were far more weary of our surroundings. We slept rough and took turns on watch through the night. There was only one wandering skeleton that we easily outran, and within two days' walk from Central Brittany, we had reached the southern edge of Severanic Timberland. It smelled so fresh and vibrant high up in the foothills, and the view of the fading peaks in the distance was breathtaking. I could always enjoy the scenery, even under the duress of dash across the land, and Darkshire Hills was not far away from this fantastic resting spot. <laughs>